What's up, Joes? And welcome to episode 88 of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan back with you once again. And unfortunately, Ryan caught the sickness from the kiddos. And uh, so he's uh, he's sniffling and sneezing and coughing and wheezing. So he couldn't make it in tonight. And I was going to try to do it solo, but I figured, fuck that. Why not bring Raphael back? Fool you podcast. Yeah. What's up, brother? Welcome back. What's going on, dude? Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, man. I'm glad that you were willing to come back on again, man. I always have a blast with you. Yeah, me too, dude. I like doing the show. And I was just playing video games. I could take a, take a couple of hours off to do the show. Oh, dude, I appreciate you taking the time out of your evening to, yeah. to join us. So... Uh, I do have a job though. It sounds like I'm a loser playing video games. Although, no, I went to you, work all day, guys. I was gonna say you get out of work what, like probably three o'clock, two o'clock, two uh, thirty. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. out two thirty. So yeah, so that gives you your evening to just chill. Yeah. You're six a to two thirty, grinding part- at the at the steel mill at the actual roller place. But you know, you're a partial fucking night owl too. You stay up. You stay up almost late as I do. You gotta play the video games, bro. And you gotta get it in. <laughs> I'm like, I get up when you're in your first hour of work. I had just finished, <laughs> and we go to bed about that like at the same fucking time. It's the butt. It helps, man. Yeah. It helps with the cup. <laughs> it depends if you're smoking a sativa or an indica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that definitely depends. <laughs> Speaking of, ooh, we spark them if you got them. Yeah. Spark them if you got them. Light it up. Yes. Dude, I love to always do J's because actually at my place, I outlawed, I outlawed blunts. That's what you, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, there are no blunts allowed in the studio. It stinks up my whole fucking attic, and then they leave the blunt guts everywhere, and, it's, yep. it, like, and, and it ruins the weed if it's really good weed. I get it if it's shitty weed, but we usually don't have shitty weed, so why? It, to me, it's, um, I don't know. It's a waste. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the gangster thing to do, quote unquote. I think we've talked about this actually. For sure. Oh yeah, we've have and I, whatever. I will talk about fucking blunts I, versus joints actually, versus bowls all day it, long. It, it was brought up again though because of the rose petal thing. You hear about that shit? Yeah, dude, I did, and it's so fucking weird to me. Like, I don't even. I was just saying this to somebody. I don't remember who it was. Might have been you. I don't. I don't smoke blunts anyway. So why the fuck am I gonna smoke a rose petal? Yeah, and then like, I saw the video. You gotta like a, you gotta toast it, make yeah. sure it's like malleable, but yet like dry enough. I'm like, get the fuck out of here! I gotta like, put this shit. I, I gotta preheat this. I could roll four joints by the time it takes for this fucking blunt to dry out in the oven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, like people complain about glass getting real dirty. Salt and alcohol works mm. fucking wonders. Super cheap, dude. It's the easiest thing, and, the, and it works wonders. Can you guys still get ninety nine percent isopropanol in Illinois? Because it, uh, I can't find it in Michigan. Yeah, I, yeah. We get, get ninety one. Like we get regular alcohol, rubbing alcohol, which is like ninety one. But you used to be able to get bottles of ninety nine percent isopropanol, at least around here in Muskegon. I don't know, maybe other places, but um, it worked. It just a little bit higher worked better for cleaning bowls. It would get bowls spotlessly clean. Without... If you want to do it well, sea salt works really well too. Sea salt too, yeah, oh yeah. Don't chunks. don't spend money on those fucking high price cleaners that they sell at goddamn head shops. Nope. It shit's a rip off. Go to the dollar store, get yourself a bottle of alcohol, and then the get fucking... you some salt. Yep. Boom, it's all you need. Fuck. It's all you need. Yeah, I see people like pouring boiling water into their bowls, and I'm like, no, don't do that. 
Don't do that. You know what's hilarious? That you mentioned boiling. Uh, they One time they boiled them to uh, clean them. And like idiots, uh, they were too hot and they wanted to grab them. So they put them on the cold water and they shattered. Mm. <laughs> like uh, fucking idiots. <laughs> uh, At that time, I was barely learning to smoke. So they weren't my pieces. None of them. <laughs> it was right. a great learning experience right away. Yep. Don't do that. Don't, <laughs> Don't do, do that when you're ripped. Because I know it was totally because they were ripped. Like, uh, oh, this is hot. Let's cool them off with cold water. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dumbass people I've, I've i've done some dumb shit but like my cousin like one time boiled my bowls to get the resin so he could smoke it and i was like no why gross gross don't smoke resin i've smoked resin i'm not gonna lie i have too but not since like 2009 it's gotta be an emergency like a real emergency, or I'll just hold off for there too. I'm never out of weed. Yeah, see that that's a thing. Like I get when You're I lucky. Well, You're lucky. I, I am lucky. I am lucky. Like I don't I don't lie about that. But you, like you know how mad I get when I see guys dab like a whole gram. Like I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. I'm like you know how hard it is here, right? Well, not even, but like still, like, still, and it's expensive. I'm sure because it's hard to get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, like. <laughs> I start freaking out about running out of weed when I get down to like an eighth. I'm like, okay, this is not gonna last me more than a couple of days. This is not good. My guy's pretty good about it. Like he's usually free. So I, I haven't really had a I haven't had to hit the resident in a while. Mine's just lining up with my caregiver because like he lives <coughs> twenty, twenty five minutes north of me. Mm-hmm. Some days I just don't want to make that drive. Yeah, it's the, it's the drive. And trying to fit it into my schedule with fucking casting and all this other bullshit. Before we get too far into things, I want to mention, um, so it was supposed to be Ryan's picks for music this week. And uh, I tried to tried to get him, you know, yesterday I played some Soundgarden for him because um, he's, a, he's a big Soundgarden fan. He just I like Soundgarden too. Yeah. Oh, I do too. I, I, I like Soundgarden. I was not a big fan of Audio Slave. Cause what? I, oh, dude, I love Rage. Okay, you're gonna hate me then, cause I I like the I like Audio Slave more. I'm not saying I don't like Rage. I love nah, Rage. It's cool. I'm not I'm not yeah. gonna hate anybody for anything. I just it's it's two separate entities that I like mm-hmm. that combined. I just didn't dig. Okay, I, they came out strong at first with uh with uh, what was it Colesque? Um, the first song that they released that was a little yeah. bit heavier and kind of a Rage groove. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, this might not be bad. And then, like, the other songs and stuff, just some of them just way too Soundgarden poppy for me. Not poppy, but I don't know. That 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 instrumental group playing those songs was kind of was weird. But mm-hmm. then I saw Prophets of Rage um, last summer. Okay. Um, you, know what it, you know what it might be is what I'm thinking? What? I think it's because it came out when in my youth, like in my prime youth. For sure. Audio slave and you probably had rage in your like prime yeah. youth. Yeah, and it's man. the connect. It's the, because they're both awesome bands. I listen absolutely. to them both. Oh, absolutely. They're they're, they're tr- tr- like uh, Joey Diaz, which is tremendous. And then like Soundgarden. Soundgarden's my youth too. You know, I was yeah. I was oh, yeah. I was a kid during the grunge explosion, and my older sister was a teenager, so like all that shit got filtered down to me. So mm-hmm. I like I like Soundgarden. I like and I love Rage Against the Machine. It's separate. But combined, me. But it was kind of cool. Um, I I took my at the time girlfriend 
to go see AWOL Nation was opening up for um, for Prophets of Rage, and that was her favorite band. So I took got tickets for the show for that, but I wanted to see Rage. Obviously, it was it was different. It wasn't with Zach, but Be Real and Chuck were cool. And like the Audio Slave songs, they wrote raps to to like coalesce. They were rapping instead of fucking singing, uh, but they weren't singing Chris Cornell or rapping Chris Cornell's lyrics. They had just done like a remix of their own. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. It was cool. And like, I got to see Chuck D, which I like Public Enemy, uh, Public Enemy a lot. Fucking flavor. <laughs> flavor, flavor. But so, so I played that for Ryan. So last today, I had asked him what he wanted me wanted me to play, and he had asked for for Bruce Springsteen, and then. I don't know, like 20, 25 minutes later, I get a message from Ryan and uh, uh, telling me I should play some Deftones because he, he had saw my post. And uh, and I was like, oh, you know, dude, it was your week to pick. I wanted to, I was trying to do some stuff for you. And he's like, ah, fuck that. Well, I, I put the fuck in there. But he was just like, ah, forget about that. You, you play some Deftones. So I opened up nice. with My Own Summer tonight because Ryan's a fucking badass and got to, got to reminisce. I spent couple hours today listening to around the fur twice because i'd seen an article about the 20th anniversary of that album and started making me think about <clears throat> discovering the deftones who are my favorite band of all time um at the age of 14 when a good friend of mine played my own summer for me and i was fucking hooked and i have nice i've been in love with this band for 20 fucking years deftones are the shit man I mean, some of their albums it 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 kind of took me a little while to get to really enjoy because they were such a drastic turn from mm-hmm. what they were from you know Adrenaline and Around the Fern White Pony into the self titled and Saturday Night Wrist. They were just like yeah, I don't know. It took me it took me some time, but you know I got really high. Deftones is something my cousin always tried to get me into. I just. Not that I never gave it a chance. It's just I never really listened to it. I've heard it on the radio, and I've heard the songs that were popularized. But I have the CDs. I'm gonna add. Uh, I'm gonna add the the album to my phone, and I'll listen to it tomorrow at work. Yeah, check it out. It's it's for me. It's different because like mm-hmm. like it was it was my youth. You know what I mean? And yeah. It was like the first band. I don't know. It was something about their sound. It was just really different from everything that was going on because like. Um, you know, you know, like corn was around and stuff like that, but you know, this was like '97, and adrenaline came out in '95, and so new new metal and stuff was kind of starting to become a thing, and they kind of sort of got lumped into that category a little bit, but it was really different sound, and it was it was like the blending of these really heavy guitar riffs and stuff like that, because Steph Carpenter's into some really heavy shit, and Chino is like into weird shit like Morrissey and Depeche Mode and fucking The Cure and stuff. So it just it made this really weird mesh and blend and it's, I don't know. It's good music. Like uh White Pony was really fucking cool and really life changing too. I mean that came out when I was like going on sixteen. Yeah, my cousin usually never steers me wrong with music. He's giving me all my musical influences. But it's way too much to try to take in. And then, like, I usually go back to the oldies, to the to the comfortable spots. Yeah, I mean... The, the, the Led Zeppelins, the ACDCs and shit sure. like that. For sure. Usually fall back on that. that. That's always a definite on my phone. 
But I, like I said, I'm going to add the Deftones I'm listening to tomorrow at work. Because yeah, my cousin, he, he's always, he always would, uh, he would always go to concerts. I, I wouldn't go with him necessarily too much just because I wouldn't listen to him. But he would go to Deftones concerts and shit like that. The perfect. I'd always talk about him. The perfect two Deftones records to start with are Around the Fur and White Pony. That's like, because like their first album, Adrenaline, it was 95. The 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 quality's not real great, and it it was just I don't know. I was, it was, it's in the article that I was reading. Like they were just kind of having this weird vibe with the producer, who who still they worked with on their first four albums, but it was their first album. He had worked with Pantera. They didn't want to work or sound like Pantera, so they had this. It was just kind of like this clash, but it it still worked. And Adrenaline's a good record, but mm-hmm. they let go a lot. And gave Terry Date a little more influence on Around the Fur, and it it it's just that classic fucking Deftones masterpiece, man. Yeah, some of the heaviest probably I'd get into is uh, fuck, what's his name, the guy from uh, that plays with Ozzy, uh, Zach Wild, Black Label Society. Yep, Zach, yep, there we go, Black Label Society. I got that on my phone always. Whenever I want to fucking just throw on some fucking metal and yeah, fucking. Yeah. Turn it up as high as I can in my car and just fucking step on the gas. That's what I put on. Some fucking metal. No, Zach Wilde's a fucking beast on the guitar. And it's just Black because it's cool. not just yeah, it's not just heavy, heavy, heavy. You got him fucking going at it on the guitar with the fucking solos. Yeah. Making that bitch cry, dude. It's just so what he does with the guitars is or with the guitars is fucking crazy. I've seen BLS probably fuck. At least four times, if not five. Mm. I've I've been to a lot of concerts. Like that's yeah. that's been my you know, live music's been my life passion since I was a kid. And so like I started I I mean I went to a lot of concerts around here cuz we used to have this fe- this 10-day festival thing um up here in Muskegon where we would get all kinds of fucking bands coming through. So but like really the concerts that I really count like going out of Muskegon and going places and shit like since I was a 15, my sister took me to my first show to see Black Sabbath. Nice. Yeah. Damn, I don't even know what my first show might have been. I know I went to Twisted 8 or whatever it was. Was it Q101's thing where they had, uh... yeah, right? Twisted whatever. Every year they had, they, they would upgrade it. I don't remember. I don't oh, know. you would. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't. That's a fucking Chicago thing, Q101. I, I was That's like, a, what is Q101? Yeah, I, I just thought about it right now. I'm like, wait a minute. This guy's in Michigan, and I'm talking about Q101, which would be a, a station over here. If I'm right, it was they would get a bunch of bands together, a bunch of uh, badass bands. Okay. Yeah, man, but I can't, I can't really remember, like, the first concert I went to. Too ripped right now. It took too many bullets. <laughs> I still have, like, most. I would say I have probably at least three quarters or more, probably more of all the uh, the ticket stubs from all the shows that I've gone to mm-hmm. in my life. I've lost some over the years, but I've gone. I've seen thousands of bands for sure. I used, me and my cousin used to go to Ozfest. A couple like we did it for like three years in a row. I wish I would have gone more. My cousin would go, but I was younger than him. Like I said, he was he was going to Smashing Pumpkins and shit like that. Word. Oh man, like he 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 got to see one of the last shows he did in Chicago. That's cool. Yeah, he was stoked about that. He used to go to Carlin a lot. I wish I would have gone. I, I'm trying to go out more. Like I said, I think in the last episode I mentioned, I'm trying to smoke less just so I can go out more. Right. Do do cooler stuff, buy stuff for the studio. Yeah. I smoke too much. 
just need to stretch it out and do an exercise more in the morning. Just get rid of the wake and bake or something and uh, save it to like after a certain hour, like after work or something. So I get my wake and bake and then I get my after work. Yeah. I I just need to cut it down a little bit. Just like I said, so I can start doing shit, a lot more shit, not just like uh, WWE shows. Because I definitely don't try. I'm, I'm not trying to miss those. I go to those a bunch. Right. I feel now, recently I've been going to those. UFC really hasn't been here recently, so I haven't gone to, right. to anything. Yeah, that UFC that's, related. Yeah, we've uh, we haven't had any. I mean, I think I looked it up. Bellator hadn't been in Michigan since like oh, I don't remember. It's been a while. Joe Warren was the champ, like when it was one of his first runs. Actually, Glory was here not too long ago. I just didn't go to that because I was broke again. I could have bought, I should have bought tickets, but I missed out on that. Yeah, and like, I don't know. I don't really. I've gone to some like amateur Michigan amateur fights and stuff up here, but it's mostly concerts. But I'll, fuck, I'll drive across the state. I don't give a shit. I had to see a good. Good, a good band and shit. That's oh, what I need oh, to yeah, go to. Dude. I need to find someone to go see because these guys are all fucking dying somehow. Like Cornell should not have fucking no. He's too fucking young and too talented to fucking go out like that, man. In Detroit, nonetheless. Oh fuck! I didn't even know. He yeah, it was in Detroit. They played. They played in Detroit at uh at DTE, our our big amphitheater, on Pontiac. That, that, that one for me is the one that that's hit the hardest recently out of the musical. Acts that have died. Yeah, uh, probably Chris Cornell. That one hit Ryan pretty hard too. Um, that and then this most recent one with uh, Gord Downey from the the Tragically Hip because mm-hmm. they're they're a big band in Canada. Um, yeah, Cornell Cornell was really sad. That that was a bummer. We're not getting another voice like that. No, nah. It was it was a super talented musician. But that's it's like I never that was like the thing is like. I tried to explain it. Was it? It wasn't a dislike for Chris Cornell when it, for the Audio Slave. It was just the voice didn't fit what I wanted with okay. that band because I was so. Because you had already that. seen it. Well, you it, had. I just listened to it. I never got. Yeah. Never got to see Rage. Okay, damn. Missed well, yeah, out. you already you already had heard it. Like I had oh, heard yeah. Rage as well, but I'm pretty sure not as much as you. And then when my cousins like, hey, they're forming a super band. They're doing Rage Against the Machine and the the singer from Soundgarden. And I was like, a super band? What the fuck? I've never heard of that shit. And then when they fucking came out with, uh, was it Cochise? Yeah, that's what, uh, Cochise. I kept saying Coalesce. That's a band. I'm an idiot. I'm high. And, uh, yeah, Cochise, <laughs> not Coalesce. Cochise. And, uh, Thank what, you for correcting me finally. That one had some bangers on it, dude. All the, that CD, I can listen to it up and down. And that's what I like about, that. that's how I pick and choose my bands. If I can listen to an album up and down, that's what I like. I don't like singles. I like fucking albums. I don't like switching songs. None of that shit, dog. Fuck that shit. Yep. Give me, let it play. <laughs> give me some shit straight through. Yeah. I've been listening to that new Wu-Tang, man. Is it good? Yeah. So oh, look, fucking look, I, good. Look, I, I found, uh, if, you, if you see behind me, I got two of the albums, uh, Zeppelin 2 and Zeppelin 4, that I yeah. found at the, at the old fucking uh, retro store. And I'm like, I, I'm like, these are for sale? And the guy's like, yeah. Well, I saw one of them. I'm like, this one's for sale? He's like, yeah. I'm like, for 20 bucks? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm taking it. I'm like, I just started my record collection. 
And then I lifted it up, and uh, Zeppelin Two was on there. And I'm like, this one's for sale, too, because Zeppelin Two is my favorite. Yeah. And I'm like, give me this one, too. I'm taking both of them. Fuck yeah. That's a score. <clears throat> yeah, so <laughs> now I got to start buying records. I need to get a record player. I just need yeah, to... I, me too. I need, to, I need to get a record player. I just need to pull the trigger and get a record player, but I don't know. I just I, I listen to everything digitally now. Yeah. You know, between yeah. my phone and then, like, on my tablet, I always have. I got Spotify on there, and I'm always on Wi-Fi in my house. So, mm-hmm. I love Spotify. Uh, I need to get some music app or something. Well, I got a bunch of music. Like I have it all on digital, and I really don't like anything new. Like I don't like anything new. Yeah. And if, the, if it's new and it's good, I'll get it from uh, one of my friends. They'll usually have it, or I'll, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. if it's that good. I'm gonna buy it. Like if I've heard so many of them, I'll buy it. Bronson, I definitely always buy Bronson. Right. I know he's I know he's always gonna be good. I've given a bunch of money to Bronson. I bought um at least three of his seat this shit. On iTunes, yeah. Go, a bunch of shit on iTunes. Go Bronson. Bronson. A bunch of iTunes gift cards, that's what I bought for <laughs> Bronson, 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 Bronson. <laughs> Bronson Lino. Dude, I've seen that guy like four times. Really? Never saw action. Dude, I got to smoke his uh, his J. Nice. He, he was at the Cubby Bear, which is like a little bar across the street from yeah, yeah. Wrigley Field. He yeah. was doing a show there. And we drove up from Champagne for the weekend to because uh, I was still a, a, in uh, Urbana. Stayed, I stayed home. And then the next day we went to go see him uh, at the Cubby Bear. And uh, it was so, it's such a small place, dude. So we got up to the front of the stage pretty quick. And uh, he's got like a, a packet of cigarettes, it looks like. But it's, it's all um, joints. All joints, and nice. like he lights one, and he takes like three hits, and then he lets it go, and then he's he, he does another song, and then lights another one, and then fucking takes another three hits, and then light uh, lets it go, and we got one of them. One of my boys got one of them, so he hit it a bunch, and then passed it to one of my boys, and then we just hit it in a circle, and then we let that bitch go. Damn. And then uh, that motherfucker bought everyone in the bar drinks. It wasn't a huge. He's like everyone, everyone gets a free uh, drink on me. Everyone go to the bar. Tell him it's on me. So that's dope. It was one of the best uh, little fucking shows I've ever been to. I've been down. I went to a show at the Metro. That's because it's the only show I've ever been to in Chicago. I was the Metro. Yeah, I've been to the Metro a couple of times. I saw the Kings of Leon there a couple of times. I saw. Um, it's jogging my memory. I forgot I saw the Kings, dude. D- uh, Who did we see? Dillinger Escape Plan and uh, Trash Talk. Dillinger is fucking just nuts, crazy, heavy math metal. But Tony Tony and I are both – Tony's a huge fan. Like, he's a way bigger fan than I am. But I, I really like Dillinger. Just – it's – it's it goes from, like, super crazy metal to, like, jazzy breakdown parts on the guitar and shit. Just, like, jazz fucking – and then, boom, back into something crazy. But it's all right. in, like, weird time. I don't know. But they're nuts. Like, they're singer – jumps off of something super high every show into the crowd. Their guitar player will just, like, jump out in the crowd and crowd surf or stand up on people and get walked around while playing their, their guitar <laughs> and shit. They're, they're like, one of the most insane shows I've ever seen in my life. It sucks because they're, uh, they're going on hiatus after this year. I don't know if they're if they're breaking up or they're just taking a break or what, but yeah, 
it's pretty sad. I'll be bummed out when I got to see them on their part of their last U.S. tour. So at least I got to see the last tour in case it is the last tour. <coughs> but anyway, let's get into some fights. Yeah. Like you mean like go outside and like punch the next guy I see or what? I mean, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to it might be life. my brother and shit that he might he might get one. That's fine. If that's what you're talking about. Or we can just talk about the UFC if you want. Well, we can do both. <laughs> yeah, right? Why not? <laughs> I ain't going to stop you from punching somebody in the face, but I can't be held responsible for yeah. any It's cons- natural in my neighborhood. Where? Violence. <laughs> the cops don't come. Nobody calls them. No. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> this uh, this coming Saturday night, UFC is going to be in Sao Paulo, Brazil. The main event's going to be Derek Brunson taking on Leota Machida. <coughs> Brunson is coming off of a win over Daniel Kelly by first round KO back in June. Uh, before that. Losing to Robert Whitaker by KO back in 2016, and Anderson Silva in 2017 in a fight that many people thought he won. Machida is let's see, coming off of two losses to Luke Rockhold and Yoel Romero back in 2015. Oh, that's right, he's coming off of suspension. Yeah, he, he but he turned himself in. That was the weird part. So he he actually noticed that the substance. If, if I remember right, he noticed that the substance was on the ban list, and he told Usada, and Usada's like, "All right, yeah, we're gonna put you in suspension." And I'm surprised it was for two years. If he actually went up to them and told them, right? Um, there must be something different. I don't know Dude, because I... two years and like for him to go up and be like, "Hey, man, I fucked up." Like I, I didn't know it was on there. Well, I think didn't he go through? I don't know. I, I fucking completely forgot all about this case, to be honest with you. Well, it has been two years. Can't blame you. Yeah. I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> smoke a lot of weed and got a lot of other shit. I don't remember. Yeah, but he kind of just like took, I think he kind of just like took his punishment. He was just like, all right, cool. I, he might have just not fought it or, yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. So, yeah. Yeah, but it's two years since he fought Yol. Yeah. Damn, Yol killed him. Right. And, I mean, Machida is, what, fucking 40? But in this one, he's uh, he's an underdog. I think he's plus 135 on five times. I mean, it makes sense. He's 39 years old. He hasn't fought in two years. He's coming off of two uh, bad losses. You know, Brunson's young. I guess Brunson's older than he is. Never mind. I retract that statement. How old is Brunson? 33. 33? Yeah. So, okay, there you go. Um, I just I just think Brunson is going to go try to catch him. And I don't oh, think yeah. he can. I think Loyota's just too good with his uh, circle in the cage, his foot movement, avoiding the punches. And he, he's taking hits. He's taking good hits. And I think that's Brunson's uh, one way of beating him. So I don't think he takes him down or submits him. She's good on the floor. He just never never has to use it. He's always getting up. Um I don't know. I don't I don't think Machida loses, but he is old, man. Like you mentioned he was thirty nine and I'm like, fuck, I didn't even think about that. He is old as shit. 
Um, I did like him in that Weidman fight, man. It, it like I just saw him in the the Chris Weidman fight. They just replayed it on FS1 or something. Yeah, that was he was it, it was a good fight. Yeah, Weidman took the first three, and Mashida kind of picked it up in the last two, but it just wasn't enough because uh, Weidman was contesting the the third and or the yeah the third their fourth and the fifth a lot more than Mashida was contesting the uh, first through third. He was just putting he was taking it and giving it as Mashida was just taking a lot more in the first, second, and third. I'm I'm leaning towards Brunson. Mm-hmm. I I just think you know the time away. I mean I guess we'll see if if he catches Brunson. You know Brunson being over aggressive and and he looks like the Machito of old instead of an old Machita. I don't know. But I'm leaning I'm leaning towards Brunson probably by decision. Um, I'm leaning uh, Machida. It's a five rounder, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think he stops him. Yeah. I think Machida stops him. Oof. Yeah. Like, because uh, the people that have given Brunson problems are are strikers, and Leota's is definitely a better striker than this guy. I just think we're going to be able to see it against the. Level of because Brunson did play it really timid against Anderson. I would like to have seen how that one would have played uh, if he would have been a lot more aggressive. If he takes Leo down, though, you think so? Uh, I mean, he's I don't know. Weidman didn't have didn't take him down or hold him down the times that he did. He did get him down, but he didn't hold him, is what I meant. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still leaning towards Brunson, just the time off and age. And I mean, I'm, Brunson's 33, but Leota's 39 and hasn't been in a cage in a while. Yeah, it has been two years. And he got knocked the fuck out in his last fight. Choked out the previous one. Right. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Brunson. I don't know about the decision. I, I Probably not. I, th- I was thinking three rounds, definitely, but... Five rounds. I mean, he's probably going to have to finish him. You got to think about Usada too. They're in Brazil. It kind of gets thrown out the window, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, sort of. In Brazil, Brazil. You know this, my friend. You can't know this. Brazil doesn't give a fuck about anything. They will call immigrations on your ass and check your visas. And Right, that one guy. <laughs> spill the piss. Oops. Just drop this. Isn't that what they said uh, Jose Aldo did? Oops. Oops. Drop the piss. I dropped the piss. <laughs> oh, Brazil. <laughs> Mucho obrigado. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Co-main event, Damian Myers taking on Kobe Covington. Oh, Covington, 12-1-0. He's on a four-fight winning streak over Max Griffin, Brian Barbarino, or Barbarina, and recently Jung Hung Kim, and also Jonathan Muner. Damien, of course, is coming off of the loss. Go down, what the fuck? <laughs> 
The loss to Woodley back in July. I'm going to go ahead and say it right away. There's a big bias on my end against Colby Covington. I do not like the guy. Nah, I'm not a fan of his either. Not a fan. Like, and I, I don't like. I, I don't like souring on fighters. Yeah, I don't like souring on fighters, and I usually don't. But it's just this guy just kind of might have hit a nerve that I. That's okay. I just don't. You're on the average Joe's. We uh we we don't allowed one, right? Exactly. Let me tell you something, brother. We don't... I'm gonna go full here on this one, brother. <laughs> Colby Covington, I'm coming for you, brother. <laughs> yeah, we don't give a fuck if you hate a fighter here. We hate all kinds of fighters. Yeah, no, like um I'm not saying he's not a uh a good fighter. No. Like he's really he's a good wrestler. He is a good he's wrestler. He's a really good wrestler and he's good at what he does. I think he's got twenty takedowns in his last two fights. But the thing is he does nothing with them. And if that's how he win if that's how he wants to win fights, that's cool. But that that doesn't mean I have to like him. Yeah. Like I don't because he's not doing anything with them. He's not trying he's not trying to submit people. He's not trying to knock people out. He's just trying to hold them there and get points. And that I don't know if that's a flaw. If we need to start fucking, or we, the UFC needs to start implementing fucking fouls or something, or right. uh, stalling. I was watching Pride. Sorry, guys. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no. Something, because this guy is, like, I, I was saying it earlier. He's the the Ben Askren. This is why Ben Askren wasn't led into the UFC, because Dana White didn't want to see this. People that just hold other people down and don't go for the win. But, uh, but Ben Askren was getting wins, though. But against higher-level competition, he just couldn't finish them. Right. And Covington just doesn't seem to go for it. Like, he nah. seems to go for the takedown. I'll give him that. And it's, maybe that's all his energy is dedicated to the takedown and nothing else. But, well, we're going to see. Because he's going to take Maya down, and Maya's going to fucking hopefully slap on a choke and strangle the shit out of this guy and get rid of some of his cockiness. The main... The main reason I think I don't like him is because all the shit talking and the boring style. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. The the at the end of, look at the end of the day, the onus is on the opponent to stop the takedowns. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I I understand the game, but at the same time, it's just like he it's he's ultra cocky for no reason. Like mm-hmm. I don't diminish the guy's skills at all. He's a he's a good fighter and he's good at what he does. And he, obviously, he's picking up wins. He's beating people. But it's just, I don't know. I don't think he does anything, and I don't think he has any reason to really be as cocky as he is. But until somebody, you know, really stops him on this run, you know, it is what it is. But he's sitting at seven right now, and Damian Maya's at three. He wins this fight. That's a that's a giant jump for him. Yeah, that would be a giant jump. But I think Warlake fucking caught him. Warlake Alves caught him in a choke. Yeah. Maya is way better submission artist than Warley. I'm not trying to talk shit. No, but not Maya's, at all. Maya's the top of the fucking mountain. True. In MMA one for, for Jits. Yeah. One of the best. I mean, consider one of the best. Him and He wants it on the floor. He takes it to the floor. And Covington is going to take it to the floor. And even if I think he keeps it on, uh, standing, I think Maya's better there too. Because we, I, don't, I haven't really seen Covington's uh, striking. Like I, he doesn't. I would probably give pure striking uh, and power the advantage to Kobe Covington. Damien's knocked some people out, but that's that's not his his strong suit. I think he's worked on it. I think he's gotten better at it. But I agree. how do they showcase it? I think he's just used it more to. I'm going to take you down a lot more now. No, I like agree with that. I'm not going 
because I think he he knows he's not gonna knock people out, but I think he's worked on it to get people to the ground a lot more. And uh, I don't know. You might be right. That might that might be that might be where he's at a deficit in the striking department because he might just go for the takedown instead of continuing to strike. But then again, if he gets the takedown, that's where he wants it again. Right. It's just Covington doesn't seem dangerous anywhere. Like, I think he can threaten. He can threaten from the ground and pound position. He just does enough to not get stood up instead of working to try to stop mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm I'm hedging my bet on Maya, um, being able to submit him. Yeah. I think Maya's gonna probably get the submission on this one. People underestimate uh who did Maya not submit that people were talking shit about? Uh Masvidal. Yep. And it was a split decision. Masvidal has a really good ground game. He's choked out of a lot of people, and if you watch his, his fights, when he gets taken down to the to the floor, he's trying to slap on submissions nonstop. And they look clean sometimes. It's just these guys escape. Well, what do you think though? He he trains with Covington. Mm. Yeah, they do train together. Why doesn't Covington use that shit though? I don't know. Is he is he gonna be complacent getting the title like that and winning? Yeah, I guess he is. He apparently just gonna do his thing. And, and the thing is, I wouldn't dislike him. It's just he's he's bringing the attention towards him by doing all the shit talking, tweeting all this out, getting into feuds that he shouldn't be getting into for no reason. He's over here tweeting Dana White, hey, I got stuff on Tyrone Woodley. And I know it's his the guy in his division, but, you know, do something else. Work some kind of other angle. And he's like, I, I should like the guy. He's actually doing pro wrestling. Like, in I, Bull Hill Podcast, we do fucking WWE and WCW shit. And this guy's doing pro wrestling. And I, I just don't like him because, like I said, again, the style does not merit the shit talking. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. But nevertheless. He's winning, right? Right. So here we are. So you and I both got Maya and I would uh I'd be willing to bet that Ryan Yeah, and we would... split the we split the main event, right? Yeah. I'd be willing to bet Ryan would pick Maya as well. Oh, it's a handicap match. Is that what it is, brother? <laughs> well, let me tell you something. You better slap on the steel because it's going to be a two-on-one cage match, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was terrible. I didn't want to stretch it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I could already feel it was bad right from the start. I was just not going to stretch it out and make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> One of my friends is like, you should do the Macho Man the whole episode. I'm like, do you want me to lose my fucking voice forever oh dude i don't know how fucking savage did that shit yeah i don't know yeah you do it cocaine just doing all the coke (laughs) (laughs) cocaine and slim jims yep never knew a slim jim snickers took over i noticed uh halloween havoc it was slim jim and then snickers took over yeah promotion they got involved they were like fuck you here's some money wcw yep they throw us up there yep that's because they were winning the fucking, they were winning the ratings war. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, let's see, Pedro Munoz and Rob Font. Uh, 
Pedro Munez is number 12. Rob Font, number 13. Munez coming off of uh, wins over Russell Doan, Justin Scoggins, and Damian Stazak. Uh, two submissions and one unanimous decision. And the Scoggins one, he was losing, right? Yeah. And then he got the he got a choke. They were only they were only into the second round, but still, Scoggins looked like he was getting the better of this guy. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I do remember that fight. Scoggins was looking really good, and then took over in the third. Uh, mm-hmm. Font coming off of a submission win over Douglas Silva, DeAndre. And uh, Matt Schnell getting a K over him and back in 2016. This should be a good fight. Yeah, I, uh, both uh, 14 and 2. So You got to pick the Brazilian in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you got to, you got to pick in a close fight. You got to pick the Brazilian in Brazil. Yep. Sorry, uh, fucking Font. Sorry, Font. But, uh... Damn, Munoz is uh, he's underdog. Looking at the looking at the odds, it's uh, fine as one uh, minus one forty five to Munoz plus one twenty five. As long as it goes to a decision, it's in Pedro Munoz's favor. <laughs> <laughs> Just blatantly <laughs> in Brazil, right? Um, third fight of the card, Francisco Trinaldo and Jim Miller. Jim Miller is just a fucking wily old veteran. Jesus Christ. I, I, I can't pick against Jim Miller and especially seeing the type of opponent. Uh, I'm pretty sure Francisco Trinaldo is really good at jits. Brazilian. Yeah. And, uh, Jim Miller is really good on the floor too. Yeah. Really? Oh, Jim Miller's good everywhere, man. Like, he's such a gritty fighter. He's such a tough motherfucker. That this guy's not going to be able to stop him. I don't Fra- think so. Francisco Trinaldo got choked out by Kevin Lee. Yeah. So, like, Before how the... good is his jiu-jitsu? I'm not trying to talk shit about Kevin Lee, but. Uh, he's got a lot of decisions. Yeah. Miller hasn't been, uh, like, Miller wasn't even choked out by Lozon, and Lozon's got real good jits. You got to go all the way back to 2013 for, um, yeah. For Trinaldo's last submission win. Mm. Nope. Yeah, and Miller's definitely of... leaning more towards Miller. And I was going to go for age, but uh, Francisco Trinaldo's older. He's 39. Yeah. He's been in a lot of fights, too. Yeah. So... He's been in 26 fights. Jim Miller's been in fucking 38 fights. Yeah. He's a beast. Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, fought the top of the top in the lightweight division his whole fucking career. Yeah, I don't want to. Well, pick, not his whole career. He's been in the UFC forever. I don't want to pick against Jim, so I'm going to take him. I'm taking Jim too, but there's no way I can pick against him. If it goes to a decision, it's probably going to go to Trinaldo. <laughs> Dude, he's been. In, <laughs> yeah, here they are in Brazil. He's been in the UFC since 2008. Jesus Christ. Second fight of the main of card is going to be Tiago Santos taking on Jack Hermanson. Fucking Santos is a goddamn monster. 
big. Sorry to backtrack a second, but I don't know why Jim. Like some of these, if you guys are betting people, you guys might want to look at these uh, fucking odds. You guys might want to parlay a couple of these and get some get some money. Jim Miller's plus one eighty. Machida's plus one thirty five. Damian Myers plus one hundred five. Pedro Munoz is plus one twenty five. You can parlay a couple of these together and get some wins. I, I'm thinking if I'm going by my picks, but you know, I'm not a betting man anymore. <laughs> hey, I'll, I, if I were a betting man, I would I would probably take your advice. I know fucking jack shit about betting. Mm. I just pick, and I'm wrong a fuck ton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tiago Santos is coming off of uh, two pretty fucking nasty KO victories. Over uh, Jack Marshman and Gerald Mershant. Uh, Hermanson. Coming off two wins himself. Both by first round. This is going to be a fucking quick fight. Yeah. I got uh, I got Santos. Yeah, I got Santos too. Hermanson's a tough motherfucker. But Santos is just a monster. Yeah, he just had tougher, in my opinion, tougher experience, dude. He's fought Moose. Yeah. Even though he lost to him, but Moose is a beast, man. Nate Markhart. He's got some names under his... Well, like, he's beaten Nate Markhart. Elias Theodoro. Yeah. I I just got to go with Santos just because of the experience level. This guy's only 16 and 3 as well. I'm going to go with Santos by fucking just nasty power. And they're in Brazil. Right. Oh, this one ain't going to the decision, bro. Yeah. These, no. these two motherfuckers are trying to kill each other. Uh, uh. Yeah, I got I got Diego Santos. Yep. Me too. Uh, first fight of the main card, John Lineker is taking on Marlon Chito Vera. Uh, Vera is coming off of a win over Brian Kelleher by submission back in July. He's uh, got three wins in a row, beating Brad Pickett. Oh, yeah, that was Brad Pickett's retirement <laughs> fight, wasn't it? Yeah, that one was a lot closer though than with just the victory. Like it, it went to the third round. It was it. It was only a three round fight, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it wasn't the main event. Um, but he caught Pickett. Pickett was doing very well. I thought Pickett was gonna lose anyway, but he was doing very well. Yeah, it was a good fight for Pickett that night. Yeah, and it's just he got caught with a nice kick, and this guy capitalized on it. Yep. Um, but I, is it enough to beat Lineker? I don't think no, so. No, I don't think so. Yeah, Lineker's been in some fucking wars with. And is this at at one twenty five or one? No, this is at one thirty five, right? Thirty five. Yeah. Yeah, they made uh, Lineker's fat ass move up. <laughs> yeah, well, you can. I mean, he was winning at twenty five, but he could never make weight. So what's the yeah. point? Yeah. You yeah. can't put him in the championship fights if you can't make the weight. Because if even if he misses it by a pound, he's not fighting for the championship. You gotta make. You gotta be exact. Damn, Lineker hasn't fought in almost a year. What? He hasn't fought since December last year when he lost to TJ. Mm. Wonder what he's been up to. I don't know. But before that, he had won what 
You beat Dotson before that by split decision. Yeah, I thought Dotson won I, that fight, though. Yeah, me too. I, I kind of had Dotson on that one. I don't know how they gave it to Lineker. Uh, um, um, KO'd McDonald. Yeah, Rob Font beat by decision, beat Francisco Rivera by submission, beat Ian McCall. McCall. It was like Ian McCall's last fucking fight. He <laughs> lost to Bagatinov, but Bagatinov is a fucking beast. Yeah. That was probably EPO. People don't, people don't probably, know. That was probably EPO. At that yeah, time, that was probably EPO yeah. fucking Bagatino. People don't know. He, he got caught against uh, Mighty Mouse, right? No, after the Mighty Mouse fight on EPO or something. Yeah, after the Mighty Mouse fight. Yeah. I don't know where he is now. Um, I think Bagatinov went over to Russia. Ryzen, probably, maybe? No, he's not. He's fighting in that, uh, that Russian promotion. Uh, UFC promotes on Fight Pass. I can't I think know. of it, but they uh, they gave him a fuck ton of money. They had some other pretty good fighters over there too. Nah, he didn't make it to to rise, and McCall went there. Yeah, McCall's gonna be in the tournament. He's getting thrown right in. Yep, he's gonna get fucking probably curbed. Well, maybe he'll get the juice. God damn, <sighs> Lineker's a f- minus five fifty favorite. No money on Lineker. <coughs> but. I'm picking. His, I'm picking. Lin- I was. Yeah. I was picking Lineker anyway. Yeah, I got Lineker too. I got Lineker for sure. Yeah, you kind of just have to look at the at the lines and 100 uh, percent sure. And I don't know. I don't, I, f- I forgot how you used to do it. It's not just picking like, oh, this guy's gonna win. You got you got to look at the lines and understand how much money you're making. Is it worth the risk? Dude, I, I've lost money. Like Bisbing fucked me up. And there was no money in Bisbing, like no in Rockhold. Or, no, yeah, in Rockhold. Sorry, there was no money in Rockhold, and I had Rockhold winning. It's so stupid bets because I had I had parlayed it with a bunch of other ones, and they had all hit like five, six, hit, and I'm like, eh, Rockhold's gonna hit. I'm like, I'll make my parlay bigger. But the thing is, there was no money in it, so I fucked myself over, and I would fuck myself over, and maybe I should just done. I shouldn't have done it ripped. And smoking because I'd be like, huh, should I throw this guy in? And it'll always be one messing up my parlay. But it's fuck up with one. You just gotta find the cash cow. <laughs> Jump big on him. Right. That uh Kane versus Brock, that shit. But I Marlon Bear is not I don't think he's the line's pretty high, but Lineker's gonna win. It should be lower. It should be closer in my opinion, but I should have put money. Minus five fifty is pretty high. Like that's guaranteed to win. Yeah, I I got I don't think Vera's gonna beat Lineker. Uh-uh. I think Lineker will take him out. Uh, main card, or that is the main card. Main card starts at 10 p.m. on FS1. The prelims start at 8 p.m. on FS2. Uh, we're gonna touch on a few of those. Uh, the FS2 main event: Vincente Luque taking on Nico Price. Uh, Nico Price coming off of. Three wins in a row? Undefeated Nico Price. Yeah. Eleven wins in a row. Well, no contest. Three three in the yeah, three in the UFC. He got so that, three stops. Yeah, you're you're right. He got that no three. contest. Well he beat Alex Moreno, but he got hit for pot and it got overturned. What? Yeah, I think it was in Texas. Why are you hating on him, bro? I'm not hating on him. It's still a win in my book. <laughs> hey, hey, it's a it's a fucking he's, it's a no contest. It's a no contest now. He's right. He's uh, he's ten zero and zero with one no contest. 
Fucking sure dog needs to update their shit. <laughs> so, I like Vincente Luque though a lot. I've been pretty high on him. He had a he had a tough fight against Leon Edwards back in March, but I think the silent assassin. I think I'm a, I'm gonna ride with Vincente. I can't I can't not pick him. It's been my boy for a minute. Um, I'm gonna go with Nico. He TKO Joe Ban. He uh he KO'd Moreno, but he got caught for pot. He's got to be and, careful. Uh, He's got to be careful yeah. on the ground. He sub Fetch, but that's not saying much. Fetch is a striker. I think Vincente Luque is a different animal on the ground for him. Oh, definitely a hundred percent. So that's gonna be something. Yeah, something to look forward to. I hope I hope so. Your, your boy uh, now now I have something to look forward to in that fight. I'm I'm gonna see what your boy's got. Oh yeah, because I because I got uh, I'm going with Nico Price the undefeated for sure. I mean I understand and why. Nico. And he's got it's because he's got good, some good names under his belt. Yeah, I've just watched a lot of I've been watching Machete Luque for a long time. So, I'm I'm him and him and Kamara Usman man. I'm I'm riding that fucking train. Mm-hmm. Usman's definitely going to be the one I think that gets to the top first, or you know, gets a shot towards the top first before Vincente. But Vincente, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Antonio Carlos Jr. is taking on Jack Marshman. Uh, Who you talking about? Shoe face? Oh, shoe face! You talking about the shoe face? <laughs> Every time my friends come over, and I'm like, it's shoe face, and they're like, what? And I'm like, that's his fucking name. That's his nickname. They're like really, and then they they hear him say it on the broadcast, and they're like, no fucking way. Oh, old shoe face, coming off of uh, he's on three win, fight win streak. Uh, most recently, submitting Eric Spicely back in June at UFC 212. Is that where they were playing footsies, leg locks? <laughs> they were going they were going for leg locks the whole time, but the, no, like all jokes aside, if you guys want to watch a good uh, leg lock display. It's just them going at it, trying to leg lock each other. I think that's the fight, if I'm not mistaken. And then eventually he gets the rear naked choke. Uh, I don't think I'm wrong. No, because that was in June. It should be right. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah. Marshman's coming off of a win over Ryan Jans. Lost to the aforementioned Tiago Santos back in February. And then it has a win over uh, Magnus Sendeblad. Back in 2016, uh, I'm gonna take Shoeface by submission. Yeah, Shoeface by submission too. Yeah, just from Wales. Yep, South Wales. Um, yeah. So uh, the rest of the fights we'll just kind of touch on real quick. Uh, Hakran Diaz taking on Jared Gordon. Uh. Elizu uh, Zaleska Dos Santos taking on Max Griffin. And uh, f- friend of the Loudmouth MMA show, Jared Brooks, is taking on uh, uh, Davison Figure, uh, Figueredo. Mm-hmm. Jared, that, Jared I'm Brooks. I'm going with you. Yeah. I'm going with you on that pronunciation. Yeah, I got I got. I'm nothing. not trying it. Yeah, it's, I, I got Jared Brooks, too. Yeah. He's a, he's a friend of Loudmouth, and I don't know the other guy, so. Yeah, I haven't really seen the other guy, 
Sorry, other guy. And Kyle made me say that I was made me choose between fucking him or Brock Lesnar. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Kyle. Thanks for making it weird. And you and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the card. Got a let's uh, take a quick look at the rankings. Um, flyweights. Uh, there was John Moraga moved up to one spot to nine. Uh, Alexandre Pantoja moved up one spot to twelve. Smoka up to thirteen, and Bibliotov up to fourteen. Um, no movement. Featherweight, bantamweight, lightweight. Cerrone dropped three spots down to nine, and then everybody below him dropped one. Ponzinibbio and Magni. Yeah, Usman. dude, that till. Yeah. That till taking over that eight really dropped everybody. Yep, till jumped up to eight from not ranked, <clears throat> and everybody else just slid back down. So Magni's out of the top ten. Usman drops to 12. Covington moves up one to, uh, to seven, and Carlos Condit moves up to six. Not fighting in forever. Look at those rankings. Beautiful. <laughs> he hasn't fought right. like in over a year. Like, hey, let's move him up a spot. And he, I'm not saying it's not deserving, but he hasn't fought. Yeah, he so hasn't make, fought like, in fucking forever. So yeah. So what are you guys doing? What's going on here? Like, I know Condit is super talented, and he would be Covington. He would probably even beat Los Angeles. He might even should even be higher. But like to move him up when he's inactive is kind of dumb. I agree. I agree 100. percent uh on the other movement uh Jan Blahovitz moves up into 14 and John Volante moves down one spot 205 and uh bantamweight Catlin Vera moves up one spot to eight and Jermaine Durodomy drops down uh yeah so that's the rankings got a couple quick news stories and then uh that'll be it for us tonight uh cool uh, announced on the you know, yesterday, uh, Dan Hooker versus Mark DeCasey was booked for UFC 219. So, the uh, the New Year's card is is continuing to shape out. Um, Betch Cohera is injured and out of their planned ver- uh, January fight versus Arena Aldana. I'm a fan of Arena Aldana supporting Mexico. Yeah, I like Arena Aldana as well. Yeah, she's had some tough goals, but I think she could pick it up. I like uh, her training partner. I can't forget. I can't remember her name. Ah, fuck, whatever. Looks like a uh, cute girl. Alexa Garasso. There we go. Bet she had to have emergency surgery. Yeah, on her eye, right? Yeah. I didn't read the article. Do you know why? Or just she had some kind of accident. Shit. Sucks for her. Who are they trying to match her up against? She was supposed to fight Arena Aldana. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I meant the, the, the weed. The weed. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been rooting for Arena. Uh, Irene. Yeah, I would have as well. I'm asking you to pronounce it in Spanish, bro. Irene. <laughs> hey, hey, that's all you, man. I can't. I, I never took Spanish. No? I never took I Spanish did. I took in it high, in high school. school. Well, I would have. Uh, I know Spanish, and I speak Spanish, and uh, they, she pretty much called me out on it, and I had to help. I had to pretty much help with all the all the kids. Like I had to help them translate. I was, but I didn't know how to read and write. Once I got to Spanish, um, I found out how easy it was. Like Spanish 
learning how to read and write it is the same as you how you pronounce it. So it becomes a lot easier wow, than word. fucking than English. <laughs> well, they they do say English is the hardest language to learn, They're the most complicated. Yeah, because we have a bunch of dumb fucking slang for all kinds of shit that throws everything <laughs> off. Yeah. Uh, last two stories of the night tied together. Uh, Gegard Musasi pulls in 476,000 viewers in his Bellator MMA debut, uh, where he defeated Alexander Shmanko. And speaking of, oh yeah, and then telling fans to suck it. Yeah, well, like people were talking shit because he didn't finish him, and it was controversial because it was kind of close. Yeah, I think I think Gegard or. Uh... Gegard took the first, Slamenko took the second, or it might have been close to second and the third was Slamenko. But the thing is, Gegard got his eye closed on one of those early punches, and, like, I'm not sure if it was his left or his right, but one of them, like, completely closed, and he does have a fracture orbital. He had to do what he had to do to win, and, you know, it's hard when you can't fucking see out of one eye, especially with a broken bone in his face. Right. And he still fucking was able to compete the rest of the, well, at least two rounds, Depending on how early it happened into the first, I mean, he's a beast. Musashi, he's a, he yeah, won. I was gonna say he's a fucking monster, but uh, yeah. So uh, Shlomenko is uh, appealing the Bellator 185 loss to Musasi. Man, good luck. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like you said earlier, um, if if it didn't work for home, it ain't working for you, bro. Nope. Yeah. They're ending me hitting people after the bell, and <laughs> they still don't get that shit overturned in a close fight. Right. <laughs> like blatantly got fucking nailed after the bell. It was just like nah. should have been points deducted. Yeah, uh, I agree, hundred percent. So uh, yeah, that wraps her up for tonight, man. Um, Ryan, we missed you once again. Hope you're feeling better. Yeah, brother. Rest up because we got a big week next week. You know, fucking. Breakdown preview for uh, holy U- shit, yeah. UFC two seventeens next weekend. Yeah, brother. Yeah, man. Birthday weekend, bro. Birthday Let me tell weekend. you something, brother. They're gonna be at Madison Square Garden, brother. One of the biggest venues. Speaking of birthday weekend, dude. Let me say thank you, person to person, for that fucking share and shit today, man. Sharing that show for me. I oh no problem, that, dude. That was fucking cool as fuck of you to do that. No problem, dude. That's uh that. that you, you're doing big things. That shit is fucking badass. If people don't haven't seen that token thing, that guy's talented, and you get to open up for that dude. That's fucking awesome. Thanks, man. I'm really excited about this show. It's uh, it's starting to come together. People are starting to hit me up about tickets, so start stressing when things aren't moving fast. I mean, we only had got it within like a you know two weeks or a week and a half of a show from the show, so it's like fuck. Time to start hustling. So, but yeah, dude, I really appreciate that. That was cool as fuck of you. No problem, dude. Yeah. So, uh, any final thoughts before we uh, before we get up out of here, my brother? Um, let's see. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, thanks for having me on again. Uh, this shit was a blast. I love coming out of here. Uh, listen to Average Joe's. Subscribe. Leave reviews on iTunes because uh, it really helps out. Uh, really helps out the shows. Uh, if just the listeners, they wouldn't know just because they don't have a podcast and they don't pay attention to that shit. But, 
uh, go to iTunes and leave reviews. I think that's probably one of the most important places to do it. Or just do it anywhere you can, but iTunes, if you're on iTunes, leave a good review, five stars. It'll help out Average Joe's a lot. And do it with any podcast, any small podcast that you guys want to try and help out. Yeah. Like Full Hill Podcast as well. Gonna, I was just going to say, go do <laughs> it for the Full Hill Podcast. Show some show some love to Raphael. He puts on a good podcast, yeah. man. No, the thing is, because I, I didn't do this before, like I was doing it. I, I didn't realize how important it was till I started podcasting and how like how much work goes into it, into hosting one, putting one together, trying to get guests together, trying to get info together, and try to make it enjoyable. And like that just helps us smaller kind of podcast hosts see what you guys think of the show and what you guys think about it. And uh, I couldn't think of anything else, so there you go. <laughs> I'm ripped. <laughs> yeah, that was perfect. That was a good final thought, man. You left on a, you left us on a good note. Ryan likes to leave things on sad notes sometimes. <laughs> He's fucking Debbie Downer. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking around. Ryan, I hope you're feeling better, buddy, and you and the family get well because, like I said, we got a big week next week. Um, you know, UFC 217 preview, uh, the return of After the Bell next Saturday night after the pay-per-view. It's going to be a good time, man. We haven't done an After the Bell in a while, so I'm really looking forward to that. It's fun. Raphael, thanks again, man, for coming on and, and saving my ass from having to do this alone again tonight because I'd rather talk to you than talk to my fucking self. Oh, dude, I, I know how it is. I like talking to, bouncing my ideas off of other people, too. Yeah, it makes the um, show flow better. This show would have been about 25 fucking minutes if, yeah, if I was no, just dude, sitting I, here by myself. Like I said, I was just playing video games, so it's always uh, it's always fun coming on here and uh, talking talking MMA. Yeah, man. It's usually about weed, too. But <laughs> yeah, there's, talking always, MMA. there's always weed and a little bit of music and whatever. I mean, it, we're, yeah. we're such a fucking free-flowing show it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> Dude, that, that's the reason i like listening because um talk is deep we talk about music and well he's, he's got a lot of other shit but we talk about music that was my friend quadro's podcast he does he does it rarely on youtube but that's why i do i one episode at the talk is heel and we we're just talking about music and i took that because his is talk is deep so i nwo'd his shit <laughs> and we're talking about music because I'm like I love music too, and I want to incorporate it into my show because I like old school music, not necessarily new shit, but old school shit that no one listens to anymore. That they should, or that I don't think they listen to. Like you will now, I'm finding people like you that do listen to like do well besides my friends here, but that do like old cool music, not just fucking this new shit that comes out. This yeah. drip. Yeah, man, it's 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 good to find like-minded folks. Like I said, man, I appreciate you coming on tonight, bailing us out. Ryan, I know, appreciates it as well. So for Raphael, I'm Jeff Shanahan. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show.